0: I forgot to ask, did you hear that?
1: No, I didn't. So I was just like waiting for like, okay, I guess it's playing inside.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so another time I'll figure it out. I think maybe WhatsApp, oh, it must be a WhatsApp thing. Like you can't hear it on WhatsApp, which I think I know how to fix, but it'll be another day. Today's not the day to uh
1: (laughs) today is not the day i mean it will be someday but not today Uh, like
0: yeah today's not the day to configure things so today's not a soundbite day because john can't hear it on his end so good luck it'll just be me (laughs) 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 anyway welcome back everybody my name is jasmine
1: my name is john
0: uh and this is uh we got out of bed today, a podcast. Um, I am so optimistic. I just realized because I said "Welcome back, everybody," and it's definitely not pe- multiple people. It's definitely just me yeah. and John listening to this. So, hi guys, right. hi future well, welcome John. Back <laughs> welcome back, us. Welcome back, us. Good. Yay, to-
1: we did it.
0: <laughs> good to hear from you.
1: <laughs> I know it, it's it's been a while, Jazz. We haven't spoken in a while, and you know we've gotten older since we've last spoken excuse me <laughs> i
0: did not I mean, know <laughs>
1: i can i can see the gray hairs coming out of your nose <laughs> no i'm just kidding we can't we can't see each other folks it's just i was just making a joke but it has been a few months i think um i can't even remember when our last episode was was it december november
0: i honestly don't No, it couldn't know. Have,
1: it couldn't have been december because that's where my uh my mental health crashed so that, <laughs> that, that definitely wasn't it <laughs> Um, starting let's let's just ask the uh obligatory question jazz what got you out of bed today oh today what gets you out of bed today
0: today i got out of bed because i heard a gecko clicking his tongue and i distinctly heard six clicks which if anyone has any superstitions about what six clicks means in gecko talk please let me know but it was very odd sometimes i do i'll like wake up like that i'll just like hear something that never happened and then i'll be like okay i'm awake it's time to be a person in the world these days so i got up and uh you know fiddled around on the computer and made some coffee did some laundry i'm feeling very nesty today i feel like i i want to clean this this pigsty that i live in
1: (laughs) wait so sorry can you explain what the six clicks of the gecko means
0: I don't know yet, but I'm sure the listeners they have uh, some superstitions, some theories. I know, like I don't know what six if six is a significant click number in gecko language. <laughs> but I know that. Um, I know six that there means are. He's down to. He's DTF. <laughs> oh my god! I don't want to fuck you, gecko. <laughs> But consent. I do, <laughs> consent is so important. But I do know that like there are some superstitions about clicks. Like I've heard of course if you, if the gecko is clicking like behind you, then someone's talking about you. That's one of the superstitions that I know of.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: Do you have any gecko superstitions?
1: Not really. I I, I they're there they're present i i acknowledge their presence and um you know they appear on my <laughs> walls and sometimes my my walls are kind of bare and plain, so it's nice to see some activity on you know they can serve as sort of a decoration as <laughs> i don't know
0: we love we love uh, animal um rights or here animal, <laughs> and, uh, <animal laughs> This is a PETA podcast, so. Oh, gosh. So, but what got you out of bed today or what uh, gets you out of bed on other days, John?
1: Uh, Mostly the um, will to live.
0: Oh, my Um, God.
1: Lately, it has been... (laughs) Most, but that's a that's a positive thing you know because it's just like there are you know and you you know this as well as I do jazz there are just days where you want to stay in bed and lay like oh gosh I woke up oh that means obligations but um lately these days I wake up because I actually have a motive to do something throughout the day or or stuff like that so like I wake up I'm like oh I'm looking forward to this or I'm going to do this and it's been a little bit on the um uh what is it called what do you call when you're going up vertically? Moving up in the world? No, that means you're kind of, that means you're, you're, uh, you're more, getting more successful. I don't know. Ascent? It's ascending? Ascent. Ascent. <laughs> <I am> ascending? <laughs> okay, that kind of sounds a little like, um, <laughs> this sounds holistic. I'm, I'm ascending, Jazz. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's kind of just the general mentality I've had since getting out of bed these days, at least as of January 4. January oh, he's 4, yeah. precise about it. I did my research on
0: myself. <laughs> that's great to hear.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't expect this to, you know, last very long. These things usually come in waves, so it's like happy and then sad, and then happy, and then sad, and you know that Tyra Banks meme where it's like, "Ho, oh, but make it fashion." Happy yeah. but sad.
0: Th- yeah. That's that's very true, and that, but you know, the uh, the important thing is you're writing out this happy wave, and uh, uh, we love to hear it. We love to see it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. Sort of milk this for as long as I can until I go back into retention.
0: <laughs> for sure. I feel those moments. There's some, I don't know if it's mania. I don't want to like diagnose myself because I obviously don't know how, but there are moments in life where I'm like so like I'm hitting all of my goals or like yeah. productive. Like, I can do anything. Yeah. I can do everything. You I know? feel Just, like, good. I like, I think people are nice. Why can't I be the
1: governor of Guam? Like that's. That's like the, that's the attitude, you know?
0: Yeah. And then there are days like, uh, I was, uh, driving by, um, the old subway in Manilao at the castle building. And then I just saw someone. Whoa, literally... whoa, hang
1: on a second. Old subway as in subways not there anymore.
0: Girl, they have moved. They're across the street. How long
1: have I, wow. I haven't been in Manila in a long time then.
0: Yeah. UOG's I'm,
1: still there, right?
0: <laughs> barely. I'm just kidding. I'm oh, just kidding, just UOG. Okay. Um, I mean,
1: Dr. Christ, please don't come after us.
0: Oh, uh, gosh. We
1: love UOG. As uh, UOG alumni, we love the paper.
0: I do love UOG. Um, the views are great there. But uh, no, so Subway's moved to next in the mobile building, the gas station.
1: Oh, I see. Sorry, I interrupted your story. What was it about the, the trash?
0: Oh, it wasn't a trash, John. It was a man. <laughs> oh,
1: sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a man wearing cargo shorts and a brown t-shirt laying in front of the building across from the old subway. And he had his back to the road. And he was just, the all of the businesses in that building were closed. And he was just laying on his side. And I saw a little bit of his muffin top. And I thought to myself, same.
1: <laughs> wow, what time of day was this?
0: It was eight a.m.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that—that's definitely a mood. <laughs> <laughs> the muffin top. <tolerance. laughs> As someone who's who's gained weight, now that I'm like twenty some pounds heavier, I'm developing a belly. So it's so it's so fascinating to me. Like when I'm like lying down and my stomach is kind of like protruding out
0: that's skinny privilege (laughs) don't try to co-opt the fat people lifestyle okay fat people like me have always seen that belly there we don't know what it's like without it okay
1: (laughs) i have i have a slightly protruding belly and now i'm fat just like everyone else (laughs) honestly it's been fun uh, and in all honesty it's and I know people are are like rolling their eyes and they want to, you know, uh, choke me through the uh, audio but um <laughs> me having like putting on weight I I've actually I think I've I'm, I'm liking my body a lot more now than I did before. And the context is because when growing up I was always like physically skinny and 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 are physically fragile and and sickly so you know now that I have more meat it's like wow. Look at that a belly he i'm so he's fluffy. taking up more space in the world i love i'm taking up what's rightfully mine
0: exactly i love that i like that that we have both of those perspectives i on the other hand have always been uh quite large for my stature i'm small but big i've decided to create a non-profit organization for girls like me who wear big underwear it'll be called the big underwear girls club and you can donate at any time and give underwear to big bottom girls all over the world
1: Uh, what a noble cause
0: thank you 2022 is really (laughs) non-profit more
1: like the profit
0: no we're profiting
1: (laughs) wait why did you say non-profit
0: it's just a that's just a claim it's a false advertising all right 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 like a lot of organizations yeah we are definitely profiting off of your money i would like to take your money
1: (laughs) uh i mean so i i just i wanted to you know kind of as we're (laughs) rolling into this whole like stream of mental health stuff but um and you know our, our nuances but i the past few months, like November and December were definitely just really tough months for me mentally. And, and it's weird because there were also really good things that happened to me those two months. But also it was just whenever you're in this like bout of uh, either like depression or like numbness, nothing good is good to you. You know what I mean? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, it's, it's kind of, annoying to admit but um the cause of what this how this like whole started was was like sort of in late november i had my feelings hurt and um that sounds so stupid i just like heard myself say that and i was just like ill john you're we'll
0: like... get our feelings hurt
1: but yeah I, I i don't really want to go into detail about it but then it was you know the the rough sketch of the reason why you know, that happened was essentially there was something that I was very excited about and I sort of disclosed this information to someone and they sort of just threw it back at me and like mocked me for it. So it was like something that I was happy for, but then I ended up getting sort of shamed for it. Um, and that's not a good feeling. I'm pretty sure everyone can agree with me that that's a crappy feeling. Um, now at any time of the year when it's not the holiday season because that's most likely when i'm sort of down in the dumps but i feel like i would have handled that a lot better with a better headspace but um just in general like the past two months were just not that great for me and so when i kind of encountered that experience um I didn't take it very well, and it sort of spiraled into a whole bunch of other stuff. So, the reason why you know, like for the past few months, we've kind of been uh, silent on the podcast was mainly because of me. I was just not in the mood to um, uh, record a podcast or, or or like do anything like this. And um, in addition to that, like I, people would message me, and I would either not respond to them or I would respond late to them and um trigger warning here because it's it's a little something I, i feel like it that needs to be said but at this point it felt like i was on suicide watch which i wasn't thinking of that by the way but you know just the constant like messages from people asking me like oh are you you know just want to make sure you're okay please just tell me you don't have to like uh explain anything just say that you're fine and i'm like i'm not I'm not trying to take my own life here, guys. I just need like time away. Like I need time to, to process and assess. So I'm just, I'm glad that I have people like that who check up on me and stuff, but, um, yeah, that it just really sucked. And, um, you know, come January, the beginning of January, I sort of was on the mend and, um, I'm not sure what I did specifically to help me sort of get out of the slump. I guess time, it just took time for me to do it. I didn't really do any particular healthy coping (laughs) strategies. You know, like, you know how people say, oh, you should like wake up in the morning and meditate or, you know, try to eat more healthily or talk to a friend about it. I did none of those things, Um, but it just kind of got better with time. And I remember, I think I sent you a message, Jazz, like, just before the end of the year. I was just like, Jazz, I'm in a better place now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't until, like, maybe a few days after where I'm just like, oh, what if she misinterpreted that that message just to be like, what do you mean you're in a better place now? is in, like, you're in heaven?
0: Oh, and oh, I, I never thought that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that says a lot about me, but I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. I think that time definitely is a great healer because we've both been through really rough stuff in life. But time, I hate to say it, but just as our Lord and Savior Bill Clinton said, time heals all wounds.
1: Yeah. Bill Clinton never did anything wrong.
0: Never. 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 You know, I have Bill Bill Clinton on my brain because I was talking to my husband about how Monica Lewinsky's tale is actually a cautionary tale about befriending your coworkers because it was her coworker who sold her out over her uh, blue stained dress that had a little bit of cum on it. Like, I mean, who who among us doesn't have a blue dress with a little bit of cum on it?
1: (laughs) I know. The amount of clothes I've had to burn, but anyways.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm I'm really proud of you, John, for talking about that. It is... The one thing I like about John, among the many things that we all love about John, is that he really is um, so open and he's like a real advocate for uh, mental health. And he will deny this, but he, he does speak highly of you know, the services that are out there. And every September, since we've started the podcast, he's made it a point to uh, do a PSA about the national suicide hotline and the uh, local suicide crisis hotline and encouraging people to get the help that they need. And I think that him being open about um, his mental health uh, it empowers whoever might listen to it, and myself included, um, to, you know, it, it makes you feel less alone. And John approaches it from a really realistic point of view, because, like, I can definitely identify with feeling like shit for weeks on end and not doing the, the specific coping mechanisms that you are told to do like I don't talk to my friends about when I'm feeling like shit I don't go to a therapist I don't exercise I don't eat healthy like in those down moments in my life I literally eat like carbs and go all out and I just I don't know I wallow I literally wallow and then somehow come out of it so I I applaud you Jonathan for your good work thank you sir
1: time it's it's time's been my um uh what's it called my accountability partner as of late so i don't know if you can constantly rely on time to you know he'll patch things up for you but um i mean you can eventually
0: you die like you either run out of time or you don't
1: (laughs) (laughs) or you don't (laughs) it's like (laughs) i need to know the instances of where someone doesn't run out of time
0: (laughs) Right now, unless I, like, croak. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Oh,
1: no. The six clicks. <laughs> that's what it was. Anyway, that's, that's kind of, like, the update with me. I um, It's been going pretty well so far. I don't want to jinx myself, but I will. I'm trying to make an effort to acknowledge when I'm in a good mood and when I'm in a positive moment and I'm sort of in the... I'm in the i'm ascending as just as has, has uh, uh mentioned so i
0: agree and i'm here to say that you are ascending i you know me I, i'm a i'm a a witch so i believe in all of that energy ascension alignment universe is, the universe is working for you
1: yeah do you watch um i, I can't remember if you answer this but do you watch horror movies often no
0: no i don't like to be scared
1: oh well if if you're interested in like witch stuff um there's a netflix show called archive 81 and that has some witch elements to it so i i watched it and it was pretty good
0: but i don't want to be scared
1: (laughs) watch it in the daytime and then you can also play like baby shark in the background so you won't be too scared
0: okay i you know when i was younger like uh we would rent movies uh i don't know if you young people know about this but there used to be <laughs> movie stores where you can rent used to be you video tariffs do turn, do, yeah. like, do you
1: know how to rewind a vcr you freaking zoom no i'm just
0: kidding you, please be kind and rewind
1: yeah
0: um we used to rent sometimes if they'd rent like a if my not they because I never had I had very few times in my life when I could pick the movies for my whole family to watch and with for good reason because I'd pick stuff like teen movies I'd pick like mean girls I'd be like all right everybody mom and dad we're gonna watch mean girls today <laughs> <laughs> so uh I was I was low on the totem pole of because there was three you could rent three movies and my choices never got picked, usually. <laughs> um, but they would rent, like, a scary movie, like, Leprechaun or something like that. And um, before I would go to sleep, I would put on, like, Disney Channel. So that that wasn't the last thing in my brain. Like, I I do not like to be scared.
1: Oh, wait. So your parents would watch those scary movies while you're in the room? Yeah. Oh, I would, The only time I would able, was able to watch like scary movies at home was when I was unsupervised. So like, I had to do it sneakily. But oh. you know, yeah. I guess that's why I. Mm, that's interesting. I wonder if that's why we are are the way we are with horror movies because I, for me, it was kind of like a, it was an incentive to be sneaky to watch horror movies, and that's why I kind of watch it more. And then for you, you were like overexposed to it, so that's why you don't like them.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. I wow. would watch porn on my own. I'm just kidding. We are
1: actual <laughs> psychologists. I'm that's sorry, so backtrack. True. What did you say you used to watch on your own?
0: <laughs> I was joking. I was like, I would watch porn on my own. <laughs> I'd be a nine-year-old sneaking all the scrambly channels. I'm like, well, is that um... a nipple?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Is that a nipple? <laughs> no, that's, that's a hill jazz (laughs) that's mount everest
0: why are they on mount everest in this porno i don't like it
1: (laughs) what's been what's been new with you jazz it has been a bit so a bit of a while so it's been a bit so
0: oh my gosh 2022 has been uh so far every week this month except for this week i've been tested for COVID 19 baby
1: you have been tested? Yeah, like voluntarily yeah, had, or like?
0: Uh, because well, I've been in close contact with oh, um, positive cases, um, and I've so far I've gotten four tests, uh, and I'm negative each time. So I have concluded that um, I eat Omicron for breakfast, and I kind of knew. So the thing with i don't know do you want to hear about the testing or do you want to hear about my theories of covid and now that what
1: about what about the testing specifically so i mean there's obviously like the long there's been longer waits now because of you know the break the outbreak i actually is outbreak the word i know that there's a technicality with the word outbreak but um the rise in cases this you know year um so there's been like longer waits has that been the case for you
0: so, um, for the record, I'm vaccinated and I'm boosted. Um, I love drugs, so I will try any experimental drug out God, there. I love drugs. I love drugs. You're um, so good. So <laughs> the title of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I'm boosted. I got a close contact at work. And then, oh, guys, I got a job. Um, yeah, it's a full-time job. So I've been really struggling to find a way to incorporate, uh, freelance writing and the husk and this job in the way that I want to. Something has to go. I think I know what has to go, but I'm not ready to admit it. But so I got a full-time job. Um, and so the, we're in office, which I, actually like because I like getting dressed for work and I kind of I didn't know it but I did I do miss the routine of like getting ready for work going into the office anyway close contact at work um got tested and the first time I waited two hours even though like it was closing at 11 and this was before they implemented an appointment-based system I waited for two hours. It was fine. It was, was my first time a, getting tested.
1: Was this at a the public one or was this at a? clinic? Yeah,
0: this was at this was at Teed's end because I try to find um, place like the clinics or whatever. And I it was just unclear from my Google search how much I if I would have to pay or how much I'd have to pay. And the only person advertising tests was Express Care, and their tests are like a hundred plus dollars and I'm like I'm
1: ridiculous. Like who in their jit kalam? How dare you like (laughs) jit kalam?
0: (laughs) Jit kalam, Dr. Jitkalam, I'm not gonna give you one hundred fucking dollars. Jit jit. Like (laughs) and I was talking to Jarek about this and Jarek was like the place where you get your warts taken off and i'm like yeah bitch <laughs> <laughs> you can get botox get your warts taken off and then she'll shove a fucking swab up your nose for upwards of 100 dollars and i'm like in this economy no thank you um i was negative you have to if anyone has to get tested i don't know like when you're gonna listen to this but i recommend signing up for a simple report you get your results faster um Uh, So, three out of the four tests I've gotten my... Well, two out of four that I've taken, I've gotten my results the same day. So, I don't know. Do with that information what you will. Uh, The second time I got tested, I made an appointment. It was... And actually, the rest of the time I made an appointment, it was fast. It was about 20 minutes. Um, The second time I had to get tested was because my husband was positive. Love, are you okay if I tell the internet that you were positive with COVID? Okay. So, my... My, bu- my husband has a big peepee and he was positive for covid
1: <laughs> right naturally because that's what they say like if the the bigger if the guy has a, a bigger penis they're more likely to have covid so yeah that's why so... i never get covid uh zinger <laughs> oh. oh my gosh oh. okay sorry <laughs> oh. um <laughs> so um backtrack back to npr
0: (laughs) npr so he got it because he went to a basketball game and there it was apparently a super spreader event a lot of people there that were also in attendance at the basketball game got tested tested positive for the virus which made me particularly angry because at this point it had been almost two years of us being very careful and you know like literally doing everything in our capacity getting the vaccine, getting the booster as soon as we could, um, masking, washing our hands, and we only go to work and we only go home. So he was he was at a basketball game because he was covering it. That's his job. So we were only going to work. So the both times that we were exposed were at work and I was so upset, but I, I also like felt like I, I was like, okay, he's positive. I'm definitely getting positive. There's no way that I'm going to isolate from him. I will, you know, but the the strangest thing was like I was having like chest pains and I was like having shortness of breath and like nausea and I thought that was COVID so I was absolutely sure that I was positive I got my test back I was negative and I tested like one like two days between two days I tested I booked an appointment because I wanted to be sure and they were both negative so I think I had a panic attack or I have heart disease either one.
1: <laughs> well, there's also, there's like phantom symptoms, right? So like if you're anticipating getting ill and you keep thinking too much about it, then you're kind of tricking your body into feeling those things. And I, I think there's like a specific term for that, but I just refer to them as phantom symptoms. So like if you keep thinking, oh, I'm going to get sick, oh, I'm going to get sick from the rain, like you're eventually going to have like, like your body is going to kind of like act like it's sick when you're completely fine. Um, i could didn't be it. know it's that it's possible that that could be it
0: that could be it too that's what my husband thinks it is he's like you love me so much that you got heart sick and i'm like no fucker uh-huh. i don't love you that much but i think it is it's it's something anyway so the testing was fairly harmless um it's just a matter of like getting uh you know getting an appointment which isn't is this still the, the, the nose no swab
1: or you spit no swab it was a
0: I they swabbed both of my nostrils all the time, and then and then recently they made a change in the testing protocol because they don't have enough tests. So they're just like saying people who are are not symptomatic and who are close contacts, you could just live your life. You don't have to get tested, and you're vaccinated and boosted. So that was my testing experience.
1: I actually haven't gotten uh, a test and. In- a while because i haven't come into co- close contact or have been sickly yet so it's very possible that i did catch covid at some point and it was asymptomatic but um yeah i have yet to i haven't taken a, a covid test since october maybe
0: wow yeah it's like i had not that this month was the first time that I ever got tested and I had to do it four times and then and after after I tested negative um from my husband's close contact another I had another workplace close contact testing so I had to test Bucky. again yeah I tested um as of this recording Tuesday um and I still haven't gotten my results from public health so Oof. Uh, but I feel fine I don't feel like Sick or anything, but I think I I've concluded that I am stronger than COVID. <laughs>
1: stronger than yes. Um, I have um, I've I've still been remote working um even up to now because the office that I will eventually move into isn't conf- isn't finished yet, isn't being finished built. So I still will have to wait a while. Uh, for that but I've been remote working and that I guess that's you know that's a huge factor of why I haven't been in close contact with anyone in general as in like not for people with COVID just close contact with people <laughs> in, in <general. laughs> um, so yeah safety and isolation I guess
0: yeah there's I that is definitely it's good to be safe but um I don't know what I was gonna say I I did want to say that I, at the beginning of it all, I recall thinking we we had, we had were getting information from like health officials that it was really a dire virus for the elderly and really sick people, right? So I kind of always have had the idea that if I were to get it, I would be fine. But my whole thing was I never wanted to be the kind of person to spread it. To someone and kill their parents or even like make my family ill that was always like my driving force in in this like pandemic and the reasons why I you know followed the CDC and try to follow their guidelines at the best of my abilities but I've realized that not everyone shares that sentiment I think that I think it's more people than I thought they actually do not care about and it's like so obvious I know but it it really like hit home for me like I really was able to digest that information in this past month that really there are people who actually don't care about other people that they could never know which is why they don't want to you know like isolate or quarantine until they don't follow the rules the regulations they don't want to wear their mask and it's it's like I have never thought of it that way until I have had to get tested and it put into a perspective for me that there's just a lot of people more people than I thought who absolutely will flout regulations because they don't they can't empathize with some nameless, faceless other person outside of their immediate family or even their friends that they could harm. They That doesn't concern them. And to me, that's, I don't know, that's been like a pretty big factor in the decisions that I make as far as the pandemic is concerned. Is like, I don't really want to be the person to kill your grandma. But when my husband was infected, I was so mad that I was like, to be very honest with you, I was like, I don't understand. Like, why do I have to be, why do I have to save someone else's grandma when clearly if any, if everyone had the thinking that I had, like he wouldn't have been infected. If someone who was infected at that basketball game and knew they were sick or was in close contact had just not gone to the basketball game. <laughs> then it, they would have saved so many people from going through this. But I think Omicron is, like, very transmissible. I think that's a very simplistic way of taking that. But it it I went through a lot of feelings. I was, like, angry, and I wanted to, like, uh, you know, like, burn it all down. I was like, fuck it. Let's infect everybody. Honestly, that's how I felt. I've since calmed down. My emotions have simmered. But what I've come away with after... My close contacts with COVID is that there are more people than I realize who don't care about other people that they could never know and could never and can and can't emphasize emphasize Emp- empathize with the nameless and faceless strangers in their own community.
1: And I, I also want to go back to like our our thing about time. You know, we've been in a pandemic for two almost uh, two years now, and yeah. um. The longer that we're in it, the more that people are kind of going to drop off in terms of caring about things. And one great example of that is that for the past, what, two, three weeks, we've been having between 600 to 800 positive cases uh, on Guam. And when you go out there, everything seems normal to me. Yeah, I mean, it's just that, that people the, are
0: wearing masks.
1: Yeah, just the people are wearing masks, but there's no no, no government you know, closures or anything um, everyone's kind of just doing things as they usually did, um, when we were laxed. And so it's like over time people are beginning to stop caring. And, and I admit that I am one of those people. I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm like, if I have COVID, I'm still going to go out. Cause if I did have COVID, I would isolate as I, you know, as we should, but, um, the caring about it where it's just like we've you know we've been in this pandemic for two freaking years and it's like you're you we tend to get like a little bit um less cautious because we're just mm-hmm. like we survived this infection for two years so far and what's one what not what you know like what more can it do um so definitely I, that mentality is kind of rising up as well but then it should never really um overshadow the fact that the safety of others is dependent on your actions like your personal actions so you know when you're being reckless and you have COVID and you're going out you're putting pretty much everyone else at risk Um, the most recent COVID death I think was a 45 year old vaccinated man with no under no um, and it was unclear if they had uh, underlying health conditions so we shouldn't make the narrative Oh, the elderly or the people who have health problems, you know, it's there are people who are actually, you know, who are seemingly fine and they are still, you know, dying from this infection. So a good way to put it is just to assume that if you get COVID, you will die. So that's, you know, that's the mentality that you should have. So you should take the extra precautions to not get COVID and to not um, infect other people with COVID. That's what I have to say on the matter.
0: Yeah. I think that as a whole, we're all pretty tired of COVID. So I think that's enough COVID talk for this podcast episode. Is there is there anything new that you want to bring up? DPHSS
1: wants, to, if they want to make us be their official spokesperson, you know, because we spent 15 minutes of our podcast, our valuable <laughs> po- podcast, which gets two At listeners. At least Six. At least six. Okay, okay. I'll go with six. Um, yeah. I this whole the the COVID thing. Uh, there's definitely um a burnout period, and I I think that it's going to continue as long as the pandemic goes on. So, all we have to say is just be cautious, guys. That's it. That's all we can That's say. It. I, we're not your parents. We're not gonna ring you by the ear. I mean maybe if you're into that but um that's just that's just how it is guys just be cautious that's that's all we can like do for you
0: do you have any new hobbies john
1: i have been playing wordle do you know what wordle is
0: oh i i saw that game is it good
1: it's a so it's a browser game, so you just go onto this website, and um, once a day, there is a five-letter word that you have to figure out, just guess what the five-letter word is, and you have six chances, um, and it is very addictive. It's like the first thing I do almost every morning is to open up the browser and see like what the new word is and try to guess it. Um, uh, it's been fun. I realized that I'm not, I, I haven't lost brain cells because I've, I haven't gotten anything wrong so far.
0: Oh, because this is a
1: clear indicator of your iq this yeah game that you know this browser game Um, that's
0: what science says
1: i know and we are scientists and psychologists Mm -hmm. and we're so good at everything so um that's mainly the newest thing i've picked up i i did um a hike a week or two ago um and it was one of guam's It is actually, it is Guam's hardest hike. The Southern, um, it's called the Southern Mountains Hike, and it's like eight miles, more than eight miles, actually. And it takes like, it took us eight, nine hours to get through it. Oh Um, my God. And you're just basically going through mountains, hills, mountains, hills, sword grass, huge inclines, stuff like that. I was in pain for most of it and my toenails are permanently black so on top of the foot infection sorry not foot infection this foot rash (laughs) that i have and i'll go ahead and post a picture of our of my beautiful (laughs) foot rash on on our uh instagram page so don't you don't you viewers worry about that um but my toenails are permanently black so now I'm kind of like self-conscious about going out in slippers because people are going to think that guy paints his toenails. But nope, they are just black with blood. It's dried blood <laughs> under a layer of nail. Um, but I, I... And I actually wasn't supposed to go hiking, by the way. I was uh, told by my doctor that I should lay off hikes. But I couldn't just... I couldn't pass this one up because it, it was one of those things where it's like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get an opportunity to do this because not many people do this hike. And I don't know anyone who knows the route for this hike. So I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to do it. Uh, you know, live life. What is that? Uh, live fast, die young. No. um I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Those yeah. types of quotes. There you go. And now I'm suffering for it. So lesson learned. <laughs>
0: I love that. I love that uh, your thinking was like, I have a black toenails. And don't worry, everyone. I know the first thing on your mind was that you wanted to see that exact uh, foot uh, (laughs) skin condition that I have. So it will be uh, available publicly for your viewing pleasure. (laughs) Yes.
1: We are transparent on this podcast. We don't let anything (laughs) out. And I know that you guys want to see a horrendous festering foot infection. So
0: chloe is salivating as we speak
1: somewhere somewhere chloe just screamed
0: (laughs) she threw her phone out the out the window (laughs) no we love chloe we know that chloe loves john feet too speaking of black um nail polish i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing i think there's like a trend of boys painting their nails and i think it's so cute and hot wait is that
1: real as in like so Oh yeah. You're talking about like masculine guys.
0: Oh my god, do you know Hassan Piker? No. Oh, he's so cute. I'm sorry to my husband, but he is literally so fine. And um he's been he paints his uh fingernails occasionally and it's like he makes it look kinda hot. And uh he was he was saying like one time in one of his like Twitch streams, he's a Twitch streamer. Um, that he was like talking about how he's jealous of all of the ways that girls get to accessorize, and I was in my heart of hearts and my loin of loins, I was like, "Accessorize, Daddy!"
1: <laughs> Wait, was he his? Now he's coming. His name's a little, coming a little familiar. Was he banned from something? Yeah, recently.
0: Uh, because he said cracker. He called someone a cracker on Twitch, and so they banned him for a couple weeks. He also hosts a show with Ethan Klein, uh, a podcast called Leftovers, which is how I kind of got into him. And then I've I've just been watching a lot of H3 for the past, I don't know, like eight months. Um, And so when H3 took their break, I turned on Hassan's stream, and I can't like – he's just so – what a – fine specimen of a human man like Jesus fucking Christ. He's so good looking and he like works out and I usually don't like guys who work out to be fucking honest, but ah, uh, he is beautiful and he does paint his nails. And I think there is more there like there's a trend of more masculine dudes sort of painting their nails, which is cute.
1: Interesting. I mean, I would I would never paint my nails, but it's cool to know that there are people. Who, or there are there other guys who do?
0: Yeah, I like that. I like uh, I like the direction that Gen Z is taking us. They're just like bending genders and and making us uh, you know like pay carbon taxes or whatever. <laughs> That's all
1: we know about Gen Zs, guys. That's all there is to know about Gen Zs. <laughs> Also, this guy's yeah. thirty, though he's he's a millennial.
0: He's a millennial. He's. Thir- I think that the fact that he's thirty, I also don't like guys my age, and I'm also married. Um, but I just think he is so good looking.
1: So I um I had a thought recently that you know because we're so we're getting older and and so every time I I think like oh we're you know twenty to thirty year olds, like I'm going to be 30 and I look around, I'm going to be 30 soon. And I look around at my peers and I'm just like, wow, this is what the new 30 year olds are going to look like. And we still kind of look very babyish. And you know, that's probably just the perception of me to my peers and myself. But it's just like, I don't know when you were, when we we're younger, the 30 year olds of that time were, they looked like a lot older.
0: Yeah. They looked like they <laughs> older were thirty eight.
1: Yeah old people like I feel like old people have been old forever <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so funny I also think it's like a little bit of the um, like we still kind of wear clothes that are you know like not dated as much because I saw um this graphic this photo on like reddit probably of like women who were like in their 30s but it was in 1950 versus like women who are in their 30s uh now and it's it's really the hairstyle like sometimes your hairstyle and your fashion sense will date you so i think that
1: uh, um, good point
0: i think that's why like generally the vibe of the 30s uh is a bit younger although now the kids like the things that we liked when we were like in middle school fashion-wise and um it's a bit triggering for me, but I'm trying to trying to try it out. And I am 30 now. And I, I don't know if I'm pulling it off. You know what but trend I'm, I'm saying trying. that
1: I want that I want to die, th- that I want it to die. Um, yeah. What? Bright neon colors. Who? Oh, why? They're everywhere. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's and, and it's not on just women, too. It's on on, on men, too. And it's just like, Why? embrace they want to be
0: noticed
1: (laughs) it's too like it's so vibrant and the whole tucking in of shirts too i i've noticed so the what is it called the um i complained about this before in like one of our earlier episodes but you know when guys button up their dress shirts all the way to the top (laughs) yeah the top button and i was just like that's disgusting um now people are kind of like it's very it's been very common for for guys like even in casual wear to tuck in their shirts and have a belt so it's like they wear like a you know like a plain oh, really? neon t-shirt and then tuck in their shirt um and i'm like wow that's that's an that's a look um that's the direction we're going okay because <laughs> i do, do neither of those things episode. Like, yeah. Well, actually, didn't we plan to do, like, a an outfit of the day for a whole week in our remote working oh, yeah. attire? And that never <laughs> happened because, like, we are, you know, we are noncommittal bitches. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you haven't heard from us in months. It's very clear it's why true. that didn't yeah, happen. <laughs> it's right. it's,
1: yeah. It's too clear. Crystal. Um, But uh, yeah, it's you, you see those types of trends and it's just like, I guess this is what people are wearing now and I don't really um adjust to trends by the way not because I don't do it like begrudging like I don't do it to spite it it's just more of like it's not really my the look that I go for then again this is coming from a guy who for years you know my personality was just plaid shirts so um, (laughs) just take my opinions with a grain of salt
0: no I think I'm I think that John is overstating that he had more personality than his plaid shirts guys he liked uh tea uh original pringles
1: <laughs> i still love original uh, <laughs> pringles except the reduced See? fat one
0: <laughs> oh why reduced fat
1: it just it tastes um lighter if it makes sense so the original pringles has a um, oily aftertaste mm. and that kind of sticks to your lips a little bit, but when you eat the reduced fat ones for some reason that oil is gone and it just, I, I feel like it's a more pleasant um, experience afterwards. That's why I say I don't eat Pringles, I experience them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Classic John. Uh, that's That's brilliant. I think I want to clip that for a soundbite. One day I'll get the soundboard working, guys. I didn't know how to fix it on this. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, you mentioned oily lips, which uh, reminded me of a, a memory I have uh, with my brother. at a, At a point in time, lip gloss, glossy lips was a very big trend. I think it's coming back. Um, so I remember like putting on like a really glossy lip, and then I was probably like a teenager. I walked out of my room, and my brother was like, You look like you just ate fish.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because any Palauans out there know. <laughs> nice. You eat Love fish that with, like, with like, with <laughs> like, like fish with like oil and soy sauce or like. I don't know if you've tried it john but like fish with like mayonnaise and soy sauce like smoked fish mayo soy sauce with like bilum or like taro is so good oh, yeah. yeah
1: i love that um, maybe not mayonnaise though i mean fish and soy sauce with taro but the mayonnaise no
0: you never had mayo and uh soy sauce with like smoked fish
1: no i don't think so i mean
0: i love it
1: yeah i i've never tried that before I was gonna say that you better, you better watch out because Kylie Jenner is gonna steal that fishy lip, you know, <laughs> phrase, and she's gonna make it the fishy lip challenge, and, and
0: then she's not gonna give my brother one iota of credit. And nope. I was so self conscious after that, I was like, to the point where my lips were dry. Like I was like, no more. <laughs> a cautionary tale.
1: I had a question about lip gloss. How does it work? Isn't it... Like, are you even able to do things with your mouth? Like, can you eat food without the lip gloss being smeared or anything?
0: If your name is Hassan Piker, I can do anything with my lips. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, the thirst on this one. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, you can eat foods. It will depends on the formula and it depends on the gloss. Like, it'll... Some will stay glossy and some go away but i mean you can pretty much count on any lip product you're putting on your lips you will be eating part of it
1: you will be ingesting it it's normal to eat lip gloss then yeah okay so watch people
0: be like no you (laughs) you're not supposed to eat lip gloss you freak (laughs)
1: Podcaster cancelled over over lip gloss exploitation.
0: <laughs> Completely ignores my thirst for Hassan Piker.
1: <laughs> like parents all over the world are just like, This woman told my kid to eat lip gloss.
0: And then I'm like, Hello, can you at least link Hassan's channel? Like I would love for him to notice <laughs> me. <laughs> he talks about he talks about it on his stream, but he doesn't mention me at all. He just talks about you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's just like, John and his friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, John and some big underwear girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is it. that's interesting about lip gloss. Sometimes I think maybe I should try it for myself to see what the functionality of it is. And I don't because I don't, don't want to wear stuff. So... <laughs>
0: Oh, you should try it. I mean, it's also like it has different l- feels. Like some of them feel a little heavy. Like some of them, you can really notice that it's on there. Some of the some of the formulas are very light. Some are moisturizing. Um, well, you know, yeah, that's, it's another, a good that's look.
1: another thing. I guess because it's like if it's something that you can notice if you put you know lipstick or lip gloss on and you notice that doesn't that bother you throughout the day?
0: Not. It depends on. Not me. I think I think girls uh and people who identify as girls who like to put on makeup or there's a certain like uh like women generally have learned to put up with a lot of uncomfortable things uh because of, to like achieve a look. You know, like I don't like wearing heels all the time, but I will put up with pain if the vibe is right for the outfit. Like if you can feel makeup on your skin, but you look in the mirror and your skin looks like really smooth and snatched, then you're willing to put up with it. I think like even like eyelash extensions, I know one of our earlier episodes, we talked about eyelash extensions. Like, is it weird? And can you definitely feel something sort of weighing on your eyelashes? Yes. Do you look beautiful? Like a doe eyed Kim Kardashian? Yeah. Will you take it? Know. Absolutely. Some,
1: some girls don't look good with the eyelash extensions. But... Oh
0: my god. That is the <laughs> hottest take of twenty twenty two.
1: And now I'm gonna get cancelled. All the women around the world are be like Jasmine and her friend Jasmine and her
0: friend <laughs> The anti feminist We Got Out of Bed Today <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> anti feminist Nazi supporting left wing liberal. Oh my gosh. The accusations that people come up with everything, but, um, yeah, I was, uh, so <laughs> I, I wanted to, to, to say that. So I've had, when I was in, uh, I did, I was in a couple of plays for a theater and we had to wear like stage makeup. The mm-hmm. makeup is more of like, so when, cause you know how like the spotlights are shooting on your face, like it's, um, it makes your, it pretty much washes out your face. So you have to wear like darker, darker tone, darker mm-hmm. sh- shades of, of, of. I don't know how to explain makeup, guys. I'm sorry, but it makes your if you look darker basically. But then when you're on stage and the spotlights hitting you, you're looking in your your natural um, skin color. But um, when I put that on my face, that was uncomfortable. I felt like I had uh, went through the mud and the mud <laughs> dried and that was on my face. And for a while, I kept I had the habit of always like touching my face to like. um um, wipe like the dry spots which is makeup and then the costume designers like John stop you have you have spots all over your space and I'm just like you know what it's okay I don't care I, I have uh, everyone can can assume that I have vitiligo or something I I can't have this makeup on my face anymore
0: <laughs> I think that's so funny the spectrum of like uh, experiences. I thought that was funny that you compared it to mud because you are actually someone who would go into mud and let it dry on your skin for a hike.
1: Yeah, because it makes sense on a hike. But then mm. so when I kind of have that same mentality and on in a stage, I'm just like I just came from a hike and I'm in front of people and this is not a hike. This where's the grass?
0: <laughs> it's a sensory uh, <laughs> yeah. a juxtaposition.
1: Right. Ooh, excellent, excellent way of saying that. Sensory juxtaposition.
0: Is that a good wordle phrase?
1: Well, it's only five letter words, so we're going to have to cut down a few words (laughs) for that.
0: But also, I think it it speaks to like John's, uh, to bring it all the way back, it speaks to John's um, perspective about things without a function. Like, why put this on your face when you already have a face?
1: (laughs) True. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not against makeup. I think that... The, and there is a function to makeup, too, because I think it does... The, the function of it is to make someone look, you know, more attractive or to clear away, like, imperfections of the skin. So there's a functionality to makeup. Now, what I would hate is if someone made, like, makeup that actually isn't makeup. So it's just, like, products that are... Like a lipstick, for example, that isn't actually a lipstick. It's just, like, a... <laughs> It's just something like expensive looking that you can keep on your dresser, and people have oh. those sorts of things all the time,
0: yeah, don't go into beauty YouTube then because that's basically wasn't... everything they show
1: and wasn't there a thing about like there's a bathing suits that you can wear, but you don't actually go in the water with them? <laughs> what is I think that?
0: that... <laughs> we're back baby
1: (laughs) (laughs) and welcome back to we got out of bed today
0: (laughs) I think that's an excellent point to leave off of
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah we should I think we should cut her (laughs) we should cut it before we get back into the grind of hating everything well at least for me (laughs) um so this has been an interesting episode it's a it was a nice catch-up after a two two month hiatus two three months I don't know um if you want to hear more from us, um, oh, my gosh, what the heck is our username? W-G-O-O-B-T podcast on Instagram. And then you can email us at B-I-W. podcast at gmail.com. Whew, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything you want to plug, Jazz? None for me. All right. Bye. Bye.